The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast, four beer of sports, talking a whole lot more for this. Geez, May the 18th, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your tickets for your baseball games, concerts, sporting events, whatever you want to do to go to SeatGeek.com and save yourself 20 bucks today by using our promo code. Dave, out on the baseball field tonight, I saw something I have. I don't think I've ever seen in my life. I was out in my uh, hometown of Fort McLeod helping the community out a little bit, volunteering my time to umpire some uh, uh, baseball, trying to get things going up up and uh, running again. It's been a few years since they had anything going out there. COVID and just baseball hasn't been a, a thing in the community for what, for reasons unbeknownst to me. But uh, I saw a coach from a, one of the teams out there he was wearing the uh which we've talked about in the past he's wearing the uh baseball pants out on the field which is fine but he had himself on a tank top um <laughs> i like i uh i'm not one to uh to judge a book by its cover but in this instance i, I kind of had to I, I I will like yeah. As an umpire, you should have almost sent him back in. Like you, you put on a hoodie or something, man. It's not. That's not appropriate attire. I don't know if you saw the picture. I thought it was uh, the big Lebowski uh, coaching third on the weekend uh, for one of Jasper's game in Helena. He uh, no baseball pants. He had like slacks on, like umpire slacks, and flip flops. I think there's got to be some kind of a dress code or, or a warning sent out or some kind of a, uh, a 911 or whatever that's sent out to these people saying, hey, man, there's a certain dress code you got to have. Like, I'm I'm, a, I'm all for uh, uh, coaches not wearing the uniform like we talked about. But if you're going to if you're going to wear a uniform, you got to go full in, full in because you can't wear a tank top on a baseball field. You like, you can't just can't. Wear a t- no, like, it's you're representing a school, a high school, actually. A, a high school, right? Like it's, it's, you know, I'm not a. T- I don't even own a tank top. I don't own one single shirt without sleeves, and maybe that's on me. Well, and, I and- have, I have arms like fucking Grover and Tickle Me Elmo, so I, I, I tend to try to not wear those kind of shirts. I don't. I, I've worn a tank top maybe three times in my life maybe and like that's when i was a young kid right like just whatever but yeah yeah when you're a kid yeah, yeah now not a chance i'm not putting a tank top on i try to like and, and unless i'm with uh close personal friends of mine i'm not i'm not going tarp off i don't need people seeing these grover arms all waving around the air like i just don't need it like yeah and of course this guy was showing off his muscles and whatever it is an idiot like just a, whatever oh so he was kind of built like it, it was it was yeah like, he was uh, showing off his it was a gun show it was ridiculous but whatever. okay but but whatever like you just you, you, time and place brother i judged a book uh, by its cover and we're getting the age where we shouldn't but there's there's instances where you have to oh no time and place like it's there, yeah. there's 
you know, I don't care. I'm not one for, I don't have a lot of formal clothes and I, and I don't, it's pretty rare that I put on a tie, but I'm also aware of the fact that there is a time and place and, you know, sun's out, guns out is not for high school as a coach, as a member of the staff, as a representative, if you're a parent or a fan and want to do that, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't uh, bat an eye. I might bat an eye, but like, I wouldn't be besmirching. I like, will besmirch. I, what was funny about this game today, Dave? Like I did the Canadian College uh, Baseball Championships run right now at Spitz here in, in Lethbridge. And good game this afternoon. The, like it was great, good, decent crowd for a Thursday, the whole bit. And it was fun. And I had a good time. And the game was, game was good. And I, had a, I thought I had a very good game. And you look around, okay, this is how baseball is supposed to be. And then you go half an hour up the road and you're like, what the fuck is this all about? I mean, they're, they're kids and they're trying and everything. But, but there's a, uh, you got to kind of look the part. I, I agree. And, and and so once again, like when you say Canadian, so how'd that team from the Maritimes do today? Well, they, they must have missed, missed the invite or something. I don't know how that all turned out. Or from Ontario. How many Ontario teams were there there? Well, I just I just call it what they call it, man. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just there. I know it's, 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 it should be the Western Canadian Baseball College Championships, not the Canadian Baseball College Championships. It's, I thought they did. They, don't they call it the World Series? The I Canadian think they do, so, but, but I, there was a, there were some discussions. We talked about that in the Empire Room today that maybe they should alter the name and maybe not sell those hoodies. It's a World Series because it's not a World <laughs> Series by any means. But anyways, uh, Dave, let's get into it a little bit. We uh, over the, this earlier on this week, the vote came down in Tempe, Arizona. The people of Tempe said, "You know what? We really don't like the Phoenix Coyotes, and we don't think we should be paying for the Phoenix Coyotes building." And you know what? We haven't watched a hockey game since they came here 27 years ago. The people of Tempe said, thanks, bye, see ya. And it looks like the uh, the final nail is in the coffin for the Phoenix Coyotes. Thank Christ. Put a bullet in that horse. Like, fuck. It hasn't been a, a, a productive servant of the league in years. Imagine the owners, all the other owners are doing goddamn cartwheels. Like, we, that franchise has cost them a lot of money. And it's been Gary Bettman's uh, pet project. Since that franchise has more bankruptcies than playoff round wins. Yeah. And they've had more owners than uh, yep. playoff appearances. Like, yep. it's just in 27 years, it's an absolute travesty. And, and you know, while they've never had the building, they never had this. Well, then whose fault is that? Like, you know, that's not – if it's not working, it's not working. And I and I get it that Gary wants this this franchise there in the excuse me in whatever the fifth sixth uh, most popular city in the state. But if it's getting propped up by every other franchise, these owners just like with glee because they're going to make this guy sell. They're not going to let him move, and then, or like, well, he won't be able to come up with the re relocation for fee, right? So. The only way that guy's going to get money is if he sells the team to someone else. And then so that, so that guy is going to have to buy the franchise, which is going to go to the league. And then he's going to have to pay a, a, a relocation fee, which the owners are going to split. And then, you know, and good for the players and too, because now there there's um, probably going to be mean a bump in the salary cap. And then for any player that is on Phoenix, 
like, well, maybe we can actually become a competitive franchise because we got an owner with deep pockets that's going to want us to be good. Like, so that I, I see nothing but good as far as a, of, of a competitive balance in the league. Like you wonder what this is going to turn out to be. Like you wonder if they're, if the guy, the new, I can't remember the name of the, the current owner is or who care. I don't really give a shit either way, but uh, you wonder what they're going to say. Like, what's this franchise worth? What's this, what's it worth? Cause if the Ottawa centers are going for a billion bucks, like this, this, this franchise has to be still worth 700, 700 million. Like it has to be at minimum. Right. So this guy's still probably going to make a couple of bucks in this deal and, and selling it to say, like I heard the latest rumor to Salt Lake because their building is right there. It's got 14,000 people or, or seating arrangement uh, comparable to, to Winnipeg and the, the building's ready. And the guy, uh, the guy who wants to buy it owns the Utah jazz and owns a part of the building. So he'll get all the revenues and everything else. And, and maybe uh, keep the, the current Phoenix uh, uh, owner as a, a minority owner kind of a deal. Uh, it just seems like this this whole franchise, the whole thing from day one, it was never going to work. And yeah, like I remember when they left they left Winnipeg to Phoenix, and I like it's twenty seven years ago. So I was I was still a young kid, and I'm thinking, how the fuck is this going to work in Phoenix, Arizona? Like it was before the Sun Belt teams and everything else. And uh, you just go, what this is this is a bad idea, and it turns out it was a bad idea. Huh. Not for lack of trying and lack of money, right? So. It's just, well, it never really came. There's excuses that are like assholes. And like, there's always, there's a litany of excuses of why it didn't work. Um, but at the end of the day, it didn't work. And if you can't pull your weight, then, then get the fuck out, move that team. And, and you know, who was that, that, um, the smartphone guy, the BlackBerry guy, wanted to buy that. Well, that was Waterloo, Bal- Ontario. I can't remember his name. Balsilly? Was that uh, Yeah, Balsilly. He was going to buy it and move it to Hamilton and he was hell bent. And then, but he was so, uh, he he overstepped his boundaries and he was already selling tickets and stuff. And he got a little bit too rambunctious and and the NHL said, no, no, little fella, you're not part of us yet. Just, you just slow your roll a little bit and, and don't get too. And you know what? They should have done it to 15 years ago because it would have been a, a a good franchise. It would have been a great franchise. I think a second franchise in, in Southern Ontario wouldn't be a bad thing. It would not be a bad thing. I think it would work like gangbusters. You have an instant rival with the Leafs. You have an instant rival with uh, the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I, I think I don't. I can't see why it would be a bad decision. And Detroit's right there too. Like I, I don't see why it would be a bad decision there. Well, I agree on that as far as asses in the seats and and natural rivalries, but it doesn't open up any new TV markets, right? I think um, the league is going to move them either to Kansas City or Houston is what I think. Houston apparently has a barn all ready to go, as does KC. Well, and- I think Houston's going to end up playing where the Rockets play, but the owner of that team doesn't have, like, of the Rockets doesn't have any interest in in hockey. But he owns the building as well, so the, the revenue streams won't come in for the building. Like, it'll be split 50-50 or whatever it is for the extra dates. So there's one of those deals that, uh, like, it's, it's Well, so if you slimy. own the building, well, like, I'm, like... What's there not to like about having fifteen thousand people for? Uh, well, it'd be it'd be a new owner not getting any revenue from from game days. Oh, okay. You know and, what I mean? Well, well, he no, he would probably. Well, they'd figure it out. Like the day I start feeling sorry for owners, right? Yeah. Um, and because I don't want to see a, a, a franchise in say in St. Louis or sorry, St. Louis in Salt Lake City, I don't want to see that. Well, I was listening to something else uh, that. Uh, 
I can't remember what it was about, but the guy when they had they 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 my, they've had minor league hockey hockey there for years, and the, there was the Salt Lake Golden Eagles, and they had another team there. And I can't remember what the name of it, but he said, "Yeah, like they would want to go for beer after the game was done somewhere," and like, nope. It's fucking like the carpets rolled up and see you later. We're closed at eleven o'clock, and the guys don't get out of the dressing room till eleven o'clock. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And they they absolutely hated it. Like they hated playing there. But you play. I can imagine which your minor league team is, right? Yeah. Uh, so what do you do? It, it beats working for a living. But then on the flip side, it's part of the fun is being on the road with the boys. And well, and that's the thing that that's shitty about that. What the this I, like? I hope this Phoenix situation might get even solved this summer. Like who knows? Because I, I know they have that deal with the uh, Arizona State to play in the uh, whatever arena it's called Melon Melon Arena. No, that yeah, sounds I, right. Yeah, in whatever whatever arena it is that seats five thousand people, I hope that the NHL comes to their senses and the owners come to their senses and get this deal done not now but right now and get out of that five thousand seat arena before the season starts because it's it's not. I don't think it's fair for these NHL guys. You know, you you see uh, you see the NHL playoffs going on tonight and they got they got twenty thousand people in some buildings and the places are going nuts and they got to play in a National Hockey League rink of five thousand people. Get this thing done. Get these guys out of here. Get this. Get Phoenix just say goodbye move into arena find a place to play next year that's not in phoenix and just get it over with so you can sign some free agents you can look forward to the draft you can and and build your team again because right now you have nothing you there is no way you are signing a free agent from from july 1st on to play for that fucking hockey team you're not i gotta guess that the league knew this was gonna happen um from what i read about it that it was it wasn't close there was a resounding loss at the mm-hmm. ballot box for the the and from like there was three different measures but one of them was allowing the team to buy the land to build the the complex and it was whatever it's a lot of stuff the other thing i read is like the the votes that like obviously there's campaigns for everything like this the campaign to reject this deal has spent something like 20 million dollars yeah. and the phoenix coyotes and the nhl spent yeah $20,000 so how bad did you really want this Batman like how come how come if Batman wants this so bad and he's been striving for it for so long how come he didn't throw a couple dinero into this campaign for it it's It's a a total head scratcher it's a mystery this whole thing's been a mystery like they when they they started in downtown phoenix where the where the the suns played then they moved up to to glendale and then they got kicked out of glendale because they weren't paying their bills and then and then they're playing in a in a junior hockey rink you know like a a small junior hockey rink really compared to to junior hockey league standards nowadays i don't get it and why they kept trying to do it and and the people weren't going and i just i don't understand i do not understand how anybody for this length of time said that this is a good idea it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense like and you know on paper i i do agree that it should work there's so many canadians that live down there in the winter it's ridiculous we all know people we've all been there um in the winter and there's a lot of people but you know what the retired people that that live down there they don't I get it you don't want to drive 45 minutes out to Glendale out to Glendale like well they should have a rink here they should have a rink in Scottsdale they should have a rink in Tempe but they don't right so make it fucking work you know and even then you know you're it's the middle of winter and you're there doing golf and hanging out do you really want to go to 41 games a year 
And the thing is, the people that we know that live in Phoenix, they're the retired age. They're going for the blue light special at fucking four o'clock and they're in bed by seven. You bet. Right. You know, and, you gotta... and, that, and that actually, they, they watch Jeopardy and then they watch Wheel of Fortune. And they're calling her good. Eight o'clock. And, and if they're, and if and they're if they, watching it. And, and, and the, like, say if there are people from Calgary or Alberta, or where, like where, where we are, if they're going to, if they live, live in Phoenix for the, for the winter, they might go to an Oilers game. They might go to a Flames game. They're not yeah. going to 41 fucking Coyotes games. They're not. They'd rather watch the Flames or Oilers on TV. They'll watch them on TV. Exactly. Especially if they're in the Eastern. Oh, sweet. They're in the Eastern time zone. The game will be done by 930. I'm I'm in yeah. bed. I'm in bed already. The game's over. Done. Yeah. I'm, I'm at least done. I'm, I'm, it's over. And I sure as hell ain't crawling into the car and getting home around midnight, right? Yeah. Oh, late because then my day is ruined. Then I'm gonna have to wake up late. Then I'm gonna well, wake up late. Don't. I can't play golf in the morning. Because <laughs> you gotta go. golf before it gets hot and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it it doesn't. It was never going to work, and it, it lasted 27 years. It was never going to work, and how it lasted 27 is beyond me. And how other and even another surprising thing about this day, and we'll get off this in half a second. But the other surprising thing about this whole deal is that. More often than not, people who are rich have a good group around them. The the the, the person with all the money may may not be the brains behind the organization or or the 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 the, the factory, I guess. Uh, but usually, they have a team around them that says yes, no, maybe so. How seven or eight different owner ownership groups and how seven or eight different rich people said, yeah, I can make this work. Are you fucking nuts? Like how that many how that many people kept trying something. It's like it ain't gonna work, man. I I, I don't know either, but I think the that a bunch of those guys were shysters. Like uh, one of the articles I read was just like it was a litany of of shady guys trying to get away with something, and whatever. As long as there's someone's name on the on the lease, we don't give a shit. Well, yeah, okay, you give it a rip. And then, and then I believe that it was just all a matter of buying an asset, stripping its parts, and and trying to sell it for more, right? And and I don't know who made a buck, who lost a buck. I don't care. I could care less. Yeah. But but like I said, like you know, it's time to put this horse down, and and let's see, let's see them move to a market with an owner that's ready to spend. And uh, and make that a competitive franchise because it's you know it's not fair to the the fans. Fuck the fans. All all thirty five of you. Fuck off. Right in twenty seven years, you've you've won three playoff uh, playoff series. You've made the playoffs what seven times? Seven or eight times. Yeah. This isn't a success. So so let's let's move on. Thank like, you for your service. It's 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 a good thing that they didn't win the draft lottery and the, the Bedard sweepstakes because he's the next coming. Oh God, yeah. Crosby and the, what a mess that would have been uh, moving forward. And you just wonder where it's going to end up with this. This I, I hope they get it done quick. I hope that there's somebody find something for these, these guys to go and play in a real National Hockey League scene in the National Hockey, Hockey League arena in the next week or so before the draft and everything comes up because the, no one deserves to, that, to play in that kind of uh, environment. Yeah, it's probably nice to play to play in the, you know, put, put your flip-flops on after practice and everything else and and kind of live in the anonymity a little bit. But you you still, as an NHLer, I think you still want to be uh, noticed a little bit when you're going out to the uh, a restaurant or a bar. So you want to be, hey, there's that guy. You, you, you kind of want that. And I don't think, think Phoenix has <laughs> You don't want to play the 
do you know who I am card? Yeah. But it's nice to get recognized once. Yeah, you don't want to say, do you know who I am? You want someone to know who you are. Hey, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, I am, by the way. <laughs> and then, on, you know, and, and let's not pretend this can't happen quick. When the Atlanta Thrashers folded and moved to Winnipeg, that it was a rumor on Monday and it was done on Saturday. That was done pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it was all done behind the scenes and and Batman had that one all ready to go. So just because how fast that went and, and these aren't stupid men that are running the league, they knew I'm sure their advanced polling, they had a pretty good hunch that this vote was going to fail. And so now it's, they, they've had their conversations. I, I, I'd be shocked. I won't say shocked. I, I say there's a 70% chance the Phoenix coyotes are playing in a different market. In the fall, right away, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, I said, seven hundred million, Dave. But I got thinking as as you were talking there. Not that I wasn't listening. I just I get thinking. A rich guy could probably get this team, this team for a fucking song, because no one wants them. They have no one to. They have nowhere to play. Nobody watches. I'll give you fifty cents on a dollar. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. How much do you want? Okay, half. here's my pile of cash but then um the the one talk show i was listening to um was suggesting you know the the franchise itself might not be worth that much but the owners they got their hands out and they're going to charge them a relocation fee and then now that's going to be like four or five hundred million bucks so the 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 the, the, it's another losing venture it's another losing venture they got their money out and they're going to get it because I, I can only imagine how happy they are to, to finally see a dime and relocation fees for all the money that so they've, they've been doing. Because the, 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 the league owned the team for a couple of years and what mm-hmm. an absolute disaster. And thank God it's coming to an end finally. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's good, good, it's, it's good content for podcasters and, and sports radio and everything, but man, oh man, it's just, uh, it's been old for, for 15 years. It's been an old story for 15 years. Mount Rushmore, Phoenix Coyotes players, Shane Doan, Jeremy Roenick, Tony Amante, and the most famous one of all, Paul Bizonette. As, as, as dumb <laughs> as that sounds, it's true. Well, he's the most famous for Most sure. famous one of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. What about Mike Smith? What about... Uh, Javi Bullen was there for a bit, right? Yeah. Uh, Keith Kachuk. Kachuk. Kachuk was there. Sad franchise. Yeah. Just you, sad. Kyle Turris? No. He's not, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think he's in the Mount Rushmore. He's in the Mount Rushmore for the Langley Rivermen or something. I think that's about it. What a sad group of talent, right? Like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Sean Burke played there for a little bit. and Yeah. Mike Smith? Mike Smith looked all that turned out for the Oilers. What a wreck that turned out to be. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself $20 on your first purchase. Phoenix Coyotes, get gone and stay gone. Beat it. 
Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast for beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This uh, segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero Scaped at Manscaped.com today to save yourself twenty percent uh, and get free shipping on all of uh, your men's personal grooming needs. Trim that body hair up. Get ready for speedo season, which is right around the corner. It was a little warm here today. Which uh, thank God that smoke went away, Dave. How how is uh, your lungs? Uh, you know, you don't mind the odd dart now and then. Did the uh, did the smoke uh, in the air from the wildfires up in northern Alberta? And hope everybody's okay up there. We listen to our show up there because it was uh, it was ugly ugly around here for a couple of days. Yeah, it still is ugly. Like people that aren't from this neck of the woods, just Alberta fires. There's there's some fucking forest fires. There's there are half our province in the north seems to be on fire right now. And so and early in the year too, right? It's crazy. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm a little bit worried, but what can I do? Pray for rain. Um, but Boston the prayers. smoke in the air. Boston, I, well, I've heard like no matter what problems you have in this world, like it, it could be what if you just say thoughts and prayers, things go away. Well, they don't, but you know you. <laughs> In fact, the exact opposite happens. I've never that has well we we can get go on. We, we uh, won't though, we won't. Uh, but we won't. Uh this yeah, the the forest fire smoke in the air wasn't so much yesterday, it was the day before. So what are we Thursday, Tuesday? It was Tuesday and Wednesday were oh, really bad. Tuesday was yeah. really bad. They actually canceled a couple of baseball games I was supposed to do because the, yeah. they they couldn't the air quality was so bad and if you go outside, you were chewing air. It was it seemed like yeah, so here's hoping it was decent today. You could it it, it it was nice. It today. looks yeah, it's decent. And then we're planning on camping this weekend. So I I hope the I hope we're we're able to maintain this level of smokiness and not get any worse. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was because uh, out McLeod tonight. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was a lot more there than there was here in Lethbridge, which is only 30, 30 minutes away. But anyways, uh, Dave on Tuesday night when because I had the night off from. Uh, from from watching or from umpiring baseball, so I got to actually watch the Yankee game for a little bit there against the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, fuck the biggest idiot in Yankee uh, in the last five years, anyways. Domingo Herman got himself nabbed by the umpiring crew, the only umpiring crew who actually catches people all the time uh, with pine tar in his hands and the third or fourth inning, whatever it was. Dave, like, I. I get it why people look for an advantage. I, I totally understand it. Like it's a baseball guys have been trying trying things forever and ever. It's one of those deals and it, it makes sense. And I, I will never, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, but there's a certain level of cheating. If you shouldn't go to, but how dumb is this guy when the same umpire crew that told him to wash his hands Two weeks ago, when they were playing Minnesota, nabbed him again, going out on the field, not even when he was leaving the field for the fucking inning. How dumb is this guy? <laughs> That's a special type of stupid, I got to think. Because, you know, I've been busy. I have, I have watched zero. I've, like, I've watched, I haven't watched TV, sports, anything this week. It's been one of those weeks. But I, I catch up on the Twitter highlights, and I saw this fucking ass hat. Asset being Domingo Herman, 
Herman. Mingo Herman. Yeah. I'm going to call him Donnie, Donnie Herman. So yeah. Donnie Herman had his, from the clip I saw, he had his hand on his hip in the dugout. And then when he lifted his hand up to go like, what? I'm getting kicked out. His fucking hand left the print on his dog of his on his pants from the pine tar. James like, Hoy or yeah, James Hoy, the uh, the crew chief for the because they called every umpire in there to fucking rub up his hands. And the, James Hoy said, "It's the stickiest hand I've ever touched in baseball." <laughs> I don't like you may I, probably could wear that differently. You shouldn't be touching <laughs> sticky hands. You don't know where those those have been. But anyways, because what do we say about? Uh, Sturgis hands, you well, I guess you got to feel more sticky stuff or whatever. Yeah, like, uh, yeah you got to feel, but now the, the bar has been set for a sticky hand. Unbelievable. Like, and the thing that I that I don't get about the whole deal, and like, it's it's uh odd to me. It's not like I said, it's not odd that these guys try to get away with stuff, spin rate, and everything else. What's odd to me is that these coaches aren't getting suspended as well. Like a pitching coach, a bench coach, a, a manager, like say, like, let's pick on the Yankees a little bit here, like Aaron Boone. Um, there's no way in, there's no way that someone on the bench doesn't know what's happening. There's no way that they, they don't go. They're like, Oh, could you not fucking do that again? Like, there's no way that these guys, see everything and they keep everything going and the, the the analytics and everything and the the cameras that are in the there's no way that these coaches don't know what's happening are they just as guilty as the pitcher is for going out there you know now that you mentioned i i i, I was listening to what you were saying and, and my mind was wandering not wandering it was just like well who else how about the catcher throw out the battery because the catcher knows right he has to throw yeah. that he has to throw that slime ball back to the guy every time and the, so the catcher knows so if you do that like so you you you're both a, fucking done get out of here you're, you're both gone new catcher new thing yeah the, the pitcher you're gone for your 10 games catcher it's like a it's like a game misconduct he's back on uh thing Wednesday and i'm not saying whatever. i'm not saying the catcher like in and so maybe the catcher gets a warning like you know they they warn guys and and then before the game, like, hey, the the, the kid uh, Donnie Herman, uh, he got warned last time. Yeah, he gets tossed this game. You're getting tossed too. Like I, have a talk. Like if the if, if the Major League Baseball really feels like they they want to get rid of of this uh, the the sticky stuff, like they say they're cracking down on it. Go after the fucking coaches too. Say you you knew that this guy was. There's no way you didn't know he was pine tarring up his hand before he before he goes on the field. You See, knew. Like, the reason I don't agree with the coaches getting fined because big deal. I can I can do Brett Boone's job. Aaron Bob Boone. Boone, Aaron Boone, <laughs> Aaron Boone. And like I see, like I can do his job. I can do Cedo Gaston's job. I can do that job for five games in the in the regular season. You think I'm going to make a difference? No. Who wants to play first? It'll be like Little League. Me, 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 me. <laughs> you think oh, it's that easy? Oh, for five games in in June? For sure it's so easy. Fuck. Like, what do you do? I think, I think you just fucking downplayed every fucking baseball manager right across the country from college to the minor leagues to major leagues to independent baseball. Like, fuck, I can do it. 
But like, like I say, in the middle of the season, I don't want the pressure and, and the, the decision making in, in playoff baseball or when you're making a run uh, come October. But at this time of year, fuck. Boone would probably go and, and like take a, like fly to wherever he wants to fly, not turn off a TV, turn off his phone. Sorry, I'm not allowed team communications. Out of office reply, right? So yeah. out of out of the the major sports is is the baseball manager because they have bench coaches and uh, analytics no, teams. A manager and a pitching coach and a catcher coach is is the wow. baseball manager almost the most useless fucking position there is in professional sports? Like, is it almost as as useless as a wrestling referee? Pretty much. They might as well. Who was his name? Don Hepner. Like. Earl, I, I, Earl Hebner. Hebner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his, his evil twin brother, who, what was his name? David Earl. David, David Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner. Uh, they screwed over Hulk Hogan, and then they got so. fucking, and then the, uh, the the Montreal screw job with Bret Hart back in 97. I don't know how I fucking know that, but yeah. But that was all on Vince, that one. He's the one that called for the bell. <laughs> The screw job. Like, is but, is but a baseball it, manager almost the most useless fuck, and they get blamed for everything. Um, it's, yeah, it's not even their fault. Like what? Like, like, right, Mad- put that guy in. I don't What's care. Don Mattingly's job with the Jays? He's bench like coach. the bench coach. So is he making more than the third base coach, the first base coach, the hitting coach? Oh, guaranteed. Like, but what's his goddamn job? I don't know. Senior analyst of fucking baseball socks. I don't fucking. It's it's you know and and you know in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and 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 Florida has all these guys. It's just like well, you think like the years ago it, when when Don, Don Zimmer was just Joe Torre's buddy on the bench, a bench coach. That's all he was. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Was, fuck. Oh, no, he's a baseball lifer. Yeah, I get it, but still, like. Like, what's he doing? Oh, he has a great baseball mind. Well, who the fuck doesn't? You know, give me a couple suds and I can pull my own, right? Yeah. I can sit around that table and, and blow smoke up people's ass just as easy as anybody. <laughs> like, I, I, think there, I think there is some things to it, but I'm around I'm around baseball a lot at some higher levels. and There are some things to it, but there's other things you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You're going to go, well, yeah, I can do that. Like fuck, because I actually had a conversation with a coach today for this the Canadian or Western Canadian fucking intergalactic series tournament, whatever it is, and they went, "No baseball is the easy part, man. It's all the rest of the stuff, the hotels and this and that. Like trying to straighten that stuff. Baseball, I just stand out here and give signals, and if we want to bunt, we bunt. Want to hit and run, we hit and run. I don't know. Fuck, it's pretty simple. It's just baseball. Exactly. It's just baseball. What do you think we should do? <laughs> Oh, they should have bunted there. Well, no, we didn't. He's, he's <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love baseball, and we're downplaying a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's just baseball. Like, it's not – like, it's it's easy. Five-year-olds play it. Like, we do, it, and, 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 that, and that's one thing, David, that's a different topic, but it's it's good. Um, I think that a lot of times um, there are people in the sports world that complicate things quite a bit. Uh-huh. And they made things harder than they have to be. Throw the ball, you catch the ball. Yeah. Right? You hit the ball. Hit it to where they ain't and then get on base. And to, to the original point, if they're going to suspend a, a manager, big fucking deal. The third base coach goes in there and does his job for five games, and I don't think the team misses a beat. 
So what would you do to Put the catcher uh, to curb would you, the catcher? Yeah, that, that's what you would do to curb to curb the, the cheating situation. Because I mean, yeah. the, like hitting is hard no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's hard no matter what. And when you make it even harder, and baseball likes to likes to increase things and have 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 situations where more offense and more action on the field. Like, and if you if you're adding that spin rate, which these guys are doing, it's crazy. Like pitching, it's unbelievable how it is nowadays. And the strikeout rates are higher than they've ever been. Would you just get rid of the catcher too? Say you're yeah, get out of here too. Yeah, we need a new battery because you're cheating, and you knew he was cheating. Because get the fuck I, out of here. I don't know if this is right. If I read this or I heard it or somebody or somebody told me. They, they, people tell me all sorts of things. I don't know if it's ever fucking true, but um, that they can't replace that that pitcher on the 26 man roster when they get suspended for cheating. Yeah. So that right. hurts the team. Yeah. So that hurts the team quite a bit. So if you lose two players that, okay, now you got to play your backup catcher for 10, for 10 games. And well, you, I'm not and saying you, suspend the catcher for 10 games. I'm just saying, kick the catcher out of the game. Give right? him three. Okay. Give him three then. But it has to be it has to be something that affects the team. Because- and especially when you get late in the season where guys might be more liable to cheat a little bit. That they fucking when you're like you got your last three games of the season you're and you're down two games and all of a sudden you're you're playing Baltimore who's on a heater right now and you're like oh fuck oh fuck and, what I can, and, and and now you don't have you don't have your you, you now you, you got to play your backup catcher I mean catchers don't normally hit a whole bunch but it's still your back your your starting catcher better be better than your backup catcher right this is one of those things for sure. And then, well, maybe in that's like you go in that knowing it. So you put in your backup catcher knowing that uh, you got the cheater on the mound. And so at least, well, we got the good guy. We got, uh, we got Buster in the, in the, in the dugout, not, uh, not Jackie Jojo. Yeah. Jake winners. And then then on, on the other note, like um, what if, what if, what if you're not good as a pitcher? And then it's getting a thing like I, I gotta I gotta use the sticky stuff or I'm gonna have my ass is gonna be back in double A tomorrow. And so so you got that. And then also, if you if you can't replace that guy, I, I get a sense that maybe the, the utility infielder is gonna go down with a case of uh of a tennis elbow and find his self onto the 10, 10 day DL and then they yeah. can call up a pitcher for him. You like, wonder how know. you you wonder how many pitchers don't get caught who are who have something, you know what I mean? Like just have just enough, and the and the umpires kind of give the old finger up. Yeah, fuck whatever, I don't care. Because well, there's only one crew that keeps catching guys that actually care about this rule. It's we one talked crew. about that last. Yeah, it's the exact same the exact guy. same Every- guy who likes rubbing fingers. I mean, that's his fetish. Whatever, whatever you do, you do. It's uh, it's funny that the only one guy keeps catching these guys, and the rest of the crew's like, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Yeah, it's because it, it's 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 far too coincidental that only the the pitchers are only cheating against this guy. Just one uh, guy. Yeah, so, and, you would, so. and you would think you would think that the umpires, or, or when you know that umpire crew's going, you're like, I'm not fucking putting anything on these fingers today because these guys are actually checking, right? They're actually checking, and, and that's then, why, I th- and that's why I think that the the the, the managers it goes to our our point. The managers are are that stupid where they're not telling, hey. Mingo, don't fuck this. Here's the here's the umpire crew who checks it. Don't do your shit today. No, I'm good. Yeah, and then and you're fucked. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's and then what does it matter? Oh, fuck. What do you do? And then you go to the pitching coach. I thought you told him. I did tell him. 
And then, uh, and then, like, and then even one more point further. Why is it Major League Baseball just do like the Asian leagues and give them a sticky ball? Yeah, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and then I have now a free rub like, baseball. Here you go. This yeah. way, and, that, and that's what you're using. And everybody uses it. And then and now you don't need a rosin bag. You don't need this. You don't need it. Here's the ball. Right. And now if he gets stuck, uh, caught with sticky stuff or whatever, now like we're talking like 30, 40 games. Like, because this is it. Yeah. You get the sticky ball. And 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 everybody has the same sticky ball. So don't bitch. Just get out there and fucking throw the ball. Get rid of your sticky balls with Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420Escaped at Manscaped.com and avoid those hot sticky balls in the in the summertime with the heat that's flowing through here. That was a There's good balm for that. There's that was powder a pretty, for there, that. There's powder yeah. and balm and everything else at uh, Manscaped.com. Razor, trim yourself up. That was a great segue, Dave. We nailed that one. Didn't even mean to, but it turned out pretty good on our end. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers for talking a whole lot more. The Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast created for players by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Barn Burner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.com. Use promo code 1420 barn at barnburnerhockey.ca for their all natural hockey products and apparel uh for your well, the hockey season never ends around uh, Canada the kids are playing all year long for some unknown reason training camps are jun- jun- spring junior camps are going on right now which I, I I understand I was a part of that a long long time ago Dave uh the Pittsburgh Penguins which was going to be a really good job for a couple of years. I think uh, they asked the Calgary flames for permission to talk to Brad living to say, Hey, can we, uh, the guy you didn't want back, can we uh, maybe approach him to be our GM of our hockey team? And the Calgary flames said no, for some unknown reason. I don't know what the reason is. They're going to pull Trill living out of the, uh, the Strathmore Boston pizza uh, that he's been working at for the last week and a half, helping out with the family business. But uh, Dave, what would the reasoning be why they wouldn't say, yeah, man, go ahead. I don't get it. Um, and then just like for clarification, they mutually parted ways. Um, from everything that I've read is that the Calgary Flames did offer him a cal- uh, uh, a contract extension. And he said, thanks, no, let's see how this season plays out. And then once the season was over, that extension was still there for him to continue as general manager. And conversations were had. And then he said, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to come back. So now, like all contracts, you know, there has to be a, a start date and end date. And I believe it's June 30 for that's because yeah, that's everything seems to be not hot. July 1 is when everything kind of just 
goes for for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, but July one is when the June June thirty contract ends. July one, the new one starts. Yeah, so he's gone, and he's still under contract. So I I don't know. Do like do you get a biweekly paycheck as a general manager, or is it like one lump sum every day? Uh, as with everything, you know, uh, when you're under contract, if you want to pursue another job in the professional sports field. You need permission. Other teams need permission to talk. And this is the first time I've ever heard of a GM who's out of work but still under contract being yeah. denied permission to, first time to ever. interview. To, yeah. And this speaks to re, like how petty and shitty the Flames must be to fucking work for. Right? You got you got a, the crabby-ass coach that they fired – you got a you got a GM that doesn't want to come back. You got players that don't want to come back come because of a shitty arena and a shitty coach and this. You know, like tell me a good reason to play in Calgary. Yeah, I, I like this. I like the city, and I and I and I do actively cheer against them. But it seems like it should be a franchise that a player would want to play for. You know what, Dave? You, you say like you like Calgary. I I. I haven't like over the years, like it's fucking funny. I haven't spent that much time in Calgary. I don't like Calgary that much. And I don't know what it is. Like I, I like, oh, this is years ago, but I've never been a big Calgary fan. I, I, and I'm not a big fan of people from Calgary. I've just never been, I've just probably lost 40 listeners right there by saying that, but I've never been a big Calgary raw, raw, shish, boom, bog guy. I just haven't been like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is or why it is. I just never been a big, it's Calgary, man. Like it's just another fucking city in the world to me. I, I I've never, yeah, I've never, and the, the hockey team, I've never been a fan of. Yeah, my mom's a big, a big Flames fan, but in general, like, because I'm a, I'm a sports guy, but I don't think that's a sports city. I really don't. Like they have, they have a, a CFL team, and uh, who cares? But I shouldn't say that. People do. Uh, and a hockey team that's been subpar at best for a lot of years. They, they didn't support a minor league baseball team there. They, the, the people of Calgary aren't aren't big sports fans they're not they're not the the sea of red was a big thing and the the uh the the red mile was a big thing but only when they're winning and I, it's not a i don't think it's a sports town like the, the the government has opposed the building of of facilities the government has of of, of the the old mayor nenshi he goes oh, i don't give a fuck about that like it's not, it's not, it's not on my priority list, right? And uh, Calgary's not a sports city by any means, by any means. I'll disagree with that. I think they are a flame city. I really do. Um, back in the day, they weren't. Um, they, they, they're a front-running city when the team does good, and they're a trendy city. They want, they want to see their teams do good, and and you know, I. I I dis I I do like Calgary. I don't I don't have I have friends that live and family that live in Calgary. I've been going to Calgary forever since I was a little kid, yeah. and it was always a bit of a an event to go to Calgary. And I do have fond memories of going Seen to Calgary. the Calgary Tower when uh, you're coming over the hill, right? Right on that was. Oh yeah, movie. by the by the white fence on the right hand <laughs> yeah. side there, right? Who sees like, the tower you know, first? Yeah. Oh yeah, we always did that. Now that tower is probably the Calgary Tower is probably what the tenth tallest tower in the in that, that's... Uh, that skyline. Yeah, I mean, it was a different time and place, and and it's nice to wax uh, nostalgic every now and then. Um, 
I think Calgary as a as a as a destination to be a professional athlete would be awesome. Like it's the winters aren't Edmonton bad or Winnipeg bad. You're so close to Banff. Like it's a major it's a major destination. I I I think it'd be it, geographically it makes a ton of sense to want to play there. None. Oh no, I disagree. What? Why are hockey players going to Banff? They can't go skiing. Well, they're family, right? They have wife and kids, and people want to visit, right? They have money; they can fly where the fuck they want. A lot of teams, when they go there on their week off, like if they have their week off, they go on the retreats and shit like that to Banff. Banff is a beautiful place, especially if you got money. I don't think I don't think Calgary is a destination for anybody to go to. I, I never have. Uh, okay. the, 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 the building stinks. Oh, the buildings. I'm talking the city now. Like, like the building and the franchise and whoever's running that fucking thing. That's a tire fire. The Calgary Flames uh, are a tire fire. They haven't been good since uh, Jerome McGinley and, and Mika Kiprasov in 06, 04. They've yeah, been it terrible. The, it was the 04 team, yeah. Yeah. Before was the, Oilers, the Flames, 06 was the, the Oilers, I, I think it was. The way it turned out. No, it, it's crazy that you're living wasn't given permission to, to get that job in Pittsburgh because that, that Pittsburgh job is going to be a very good job to have. You're at the end of Crosby's uh, career. He's got three, four years left in him, I think. Uh, you're at the end of Malkin's career, three, four years left in him. And I think they still have some talent there that might not, uh, not a Stanley Cup contender, but might be able to get a, a round or two in here there. And you see what you can get, get out of Crosby. Uh, do you think Crosby... Do you think if something doesn't go right in Pittsburgh this this upcoming season, or if even during the off season right now, if uh, signing guys and drafting the right right guys, do you think Sid might go? Yeah, you know what? I still have a competitive spirit in me. Uh, it's 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 time to go. Zero chance. Like never say never, but that would shock me. That would shock me beyond anything else. I, I would, I would think any. I just, I just simply can't see it. He's, he is that franchise. He's, he's, he's one of the cornerstone pieces. They're going to have a statue of him in front of that. Building, oh yeah, for sure. And that's like even if he does leave, uh, but. Yeah, there's there's no chance. You know, you say that's a good job. I don't know if that's a good job. That's gonna be a pretty sticky job, but because you know, and and whoever's hiring people, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking hiring Hexel and Brian Burke, right? When well, you think those last two week, fucking you just ass in, insert yeah. fucking X player here and hope for the best. Yeah, but whereas Trey Living is is smart and like he he's he's made he's. What I can say for that, even though the Calgary Flames haven't had postseason uh, success, he's he's put a decent product on the ice every single year, and you can, um, of course, there's misses, but no one can hit home runs every single time. Who's your uh, Who's your Mount Rushmore? The Calgary Flames, with or without a ring. Mount Rushmore, man. Al McKinnis, Jerome McGinley. Uh, Mika Kiprasov. Ooh. And give me a minute or two. 
You go through. You give me. You give me. See, I, I like, Kipper was really good, but he didn't win. Fuck all, right? Like he got it. He got they got they got fucked in 04. Uh I okay. I I forgot about McKinnis. McKinnis was there. Uh, Jesus, when the con Smythe when they won the Cup in '89. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go. Fuck Lanny McDonald. He's a legend. Jerome McGinley. Uh, Mike Vernon, because he won a cup, and I'm a I'm a goalie hugger. You know, I like guys who win, and Hawk and Lube. No, because well, McKinnis was better. I'll throw McKinnis up there. No, you know what? I'll throw Joe Newendike up there. I was I was thinking Newendike as well. I'll throw New- they- so I got Newendike, Vernon. Landy McDonald and Jerome McGinley. That's my that, that's my my uh, Mount, my Mount Rushmore. See, I don't think Lanny was there long enough. Obviously, I thought about him. Uh, Newendike actually made way more hay once he left Calgary, right? Like, got uh, traded for McGinley, actually. Yeah, or getting like, a trade for him, yeah. Yeah, and so he got so Newendike won his cup, another cup in Dallas, won another cup in uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. He was such a good player, but I only well those those rookie his rookie year he scored fifty. He had some his first few years there in Calgary. He would put up some big numbers. He wasn't there very long, but he was a hell of a player. Newnick's a hell of a player. He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Oh, he should be if he's not. I really like Hall of Fame guy. Yeah, yeah, I really like Whitby, Ontario. I don't know why I know that. Uh, Doug Gilmore. I'm gonna put Gilmore on there instead of Lanny because. But Lanny scored the game-winning, uh, the the Stanley Cup winning goal. Yeah, he I had get 50, it. He had fifty goals one year, and he he was there for quite a few years actually. Yeah, I don't know why well, he was a Leaf forever, and then he came when uh, the Colorado Rockies. He was a Colorado Rocky for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I don't a know. Long his, time ago. That was a long time ago. Well, I like so I got Aginla. We both have Aginla, and then I have McKinnis. And Kip, I think Kipper was just such a better goalie. He was good. He was so like for five years there, he was damn near out of nowhere. Kippersoff was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm going to take God Gilmore, John Tanelli. John Tanelli. John Tanelli's <laughs> best years were with the Islanders, obviously, but Tanelli, that was my, uh, my, but my Tanelli was there. Then, then, he won a cup Tanelli- there. He won a cup with Calgary, so yeah. he won cups with the Islanders with so, Calgary. Uh, and, he, so he has five. I think he has five cups. Yeah, for sure. Oh uh, yeah, Tanelli was on horse. Yeah, uh, he uh, he didn't mind getting down. I don't think old John Tanelli. There's no getting around that. Uh, yeah, those flames were good. Like they've had like just such a mediocre run over year the years. So like fuck, you, you get the cup uh, finals in '86. They, they win in '89, then they go back in '04, and what have they done since? Nothing. Fuck all. Like a Nothing. lot of fuck all, right? Like you, they've made the playoffs. They've had the number one seed, I believe, two times going into the playoffs, and just and then they won around, and then last year they got hammered by the Oilers. Like it's just so up and down, up and down, up and down. No consistency, no uh, cohesion from year to year. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's a tough team to cheer for. Like I, we we both know so many Flames fans, and I. I kind of feel bad for him as 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 I like don't. Def- yeah. 
But well, you divorce your team like I do, and then you can you then you can sleep at night. You don't let those assholes ruin your night. Right. Like at at the end of the day, you just you you want to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Water, and then now water off a duck's back. Who cares? Fuck. And, and then now, like you know, when they they're pulling petty shit, like not letting guys that don't want to work for you find another job. Fuck off. That's yeah. that's so grade school. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't it doesn't look good. And I don't see how people are gonna even want to work for a guy. And then on that note, while we're talking about the Calgary Flames and their future GM search, well it, it has to be Craig Conroy's job. He's been there for eight years. Yeah, so he's been in a toxic organization for eight years learning from, from I think they gotta start have- I think you gotta start fresh. Yeah, you got you can't hire Connie. And then I also hear, well, you gotta bring a Ginla back into the fold and get Lanny in there. Since Why? when the fucking ex-players who have been out of the game for 10 to 20 years, what makes them know anything fucking more? You might as well put them as as manager of the fucking Yankees, because anyone can do that job too. Like I didn't realize these jobs were so fucking easy to get. All you need oh. to do is have a fucking pedigree that played in the league or has parents in the league. Don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's fans it's, are dumb. Fans are dumb. People are dumb. We're all dumb, but yet we still talk about this fucking thing twice a week. And I do it five days a week on 1420 in the morning. Anyways, the 1420 <laughs> Sports Bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca and save yourself, uh, I think it was 20% on uh, their all natural hockey products and apparel today. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. Playcrate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Playcrate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Playcrate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Playcrate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, you told didn't do this earlier on, I gotta do it now. Um... We are part of the Belly Up Media and Belly Up Network of shows. Make sure to go to bellyup.com and check out all their great shows, great articles, lots of sports uh, content on there for everybody at bellyupsports.com. Make sure you check that out today. And, uh, yeah, Dave, you, uh, you, you, you you caught me off guard a little earlier on today when I got off the baseball field and you were, you, you said something about the NBA. And I we don't talk a bunch of NBA on the uh, 1420 podcast. We're a couple of middle-aged white guys who didn't play a bunch of basketball. I watched it a little bit, uh, not a whole bunch. I watched the Celtics game last night a little bit as we were out and about having a good time. Me and Deanne we, uh, were, uh, went over to the local watering hole and watched, watched uh, things and everything else. But uh, when when you said you had a basketball take, I was like, okay, I'll let him run with this one. Let's. So uh, I want to hear it. Okay, but I, I want to just establish some things first. Like that, I believe back in the Jordan, Patrick Ewing, Ewing um, Magic and, and Bird era, basketball was much more watchable. 
Yes. It was, yeah, because there was, I, I think it was because a lot more play happened in the paint. Um, there was, there, there was the three point line, but the reliance on the three point line isn't the same way. Like there's just shooters. Like the guys can shoot this ball from anywhere. If they're in the gym, they're in range. And, 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 and that's to the detriment of the game. It's really not that fun to watch when, when, when teams are, are sizing up uh, three point shots all the time. And I've heard talk about, you know, you can't like, let's make the three point line bigger. Let's take away that corner three point. And it, and to me, that would make matters worse because now you even have less guys in the paint. I think the game is better when there's more action closer to the hoop. And like whether you're driving the lane or going for rebounds and fighting for a position. I think I think that's sound like the title of a porn movie, action closer to the hoop. It's better when there's more action closer to the hoop. Might as well. <laughs> And so now a little segment. Well, there goes the family show tonight for a nice uh, 1420 podcast, but whatever. In 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 every sport aside from basketball, there's one person that has a different set of rules than everybody else. In soccer, it's the goalie. In in baseball, it's the catcher. And then when I say a different set of rules, it's just because the equipment and what have you. In um in football, it's the quarterback or whoever. Only one person can can throw it forward. Um, every down in volleyball, there's only one person that's the designated center and they wear a different colored Jersey and like every, like, so a different colored Jersey for a goalie, different colored Jersey for the setter, different equipment for a catcher. I think you should have a person designated person on the court who wears a different colored Jersey. Who's allowed to goaltend. And then that takes away the this three points. Like put that seven foot twelve motherfucker there, and he can swat shit away. And one guy. now you one guy who has a different color jersey, and then anyone else goaltends, it's still goaltending. But one person now is allowed to goaltend. And then when it's on the other side, like does he come for defense? And then and then is he gonna be part of the offensive side? Like you can do what what do you want, or you just like you park your ass and you don't leave this. The net here, you you swat away every three pointer that comes. Well, I don't know if that's the best of ideas because then nothing goes in. No, that's not true. But now you can drive on them and posterize them, right? Like you still can get your twos. You can box them out. He can't jump and block every shot. And now it becomes part of the game. He's not going to be able to take a look at everything, right? Because if he's trying to goaltend, uh, like, and then, and then maybe put, you know how they have that little half circle around the net? He has to be outside the half circle. He can't put his arm through the hoop, right? He has to actually swat it. You should never put your arm through a hoop. There's no getting around that. There's, uh, um, I, well, I, I'm not, I, I I'm get not what you're saying. I, everything, yeah. Like, I get, I get what you're saying a little bit, and I, I understand that. But wouldn't the lot, wouldn't the more logical thing to do to just get rid of the three point line? That's never going away. That's never going away. It's only then, 40 years old, 50 years old. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. But I, I do think there is a point for the game in it. But we have to put some kind of reliance on the big man. 
And then, and then that's where like if, if I like yeah. I, I don't mind the idea to try to make that game better because the game is it's three 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 and everything it's, it's just whatever like fuck me enough like and I get it mm-hmm. and then you know it, it would be now you're running plays and you got your own big man in the middle and if you can box that guy in so your guy can take the three pointer you you know what I'm saying like yeah. you know you can still run your set plays and make it harder for this guy to, to goaltend. But this way also too, it'll cut down on the three point attempts because that seven foot 12 fucker is going to be up there swatting. You got to You got to set the play. Now you can't just rifle threes just because, because you can't, I think there has to be like a goalie. And and make this guy the goalie. Let's call him the goalie. And he's allowed allowed to goaltend. One and, person. And do you put an armband on him on this guy? Or a different colored jersey. Oh no, I guess you would need an armband because yeah, wristband because you'd have to see whose arm it was up there, right? Now is it I, I'm I'm intrigued. I, I'm intrigued by this. Like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't think it will ever happen, but I'm intrigued by your thought process on this. I, is there one guy per team that does this and he's he's a designated guy? Like if he if he gets subbed out, does the armband change yeah, to a different it, player? Correct. There's one guy per see, team I, on see, the I, court. I would I I would I I would I would I would I would challenge your, your thought process on this. I would say a team can have one guy that's it who 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 does wear the jersey or the armband and he's only allowed in the game. He's only he's the only one who can do it. Like there's one person that you have on your roster who who's the specialized goaltender for the basketball team. Yeah, I, 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 no, because you have a, if your DH gets hurt, you get to put in a different DH, right? You can't ask this guy to put, play the entire game. Like, I don't agree with that. I think, I think you just have one person on the team that's a designated goaltender. And then, you know, like it's, it's going to be something there's going to be a learning curve here because like, does that guy come back on open? <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a learning curve. Oh, for sure. Once they institute it, like, and people are going to hear this and go, that is absolutely whack. But then once you think about it and think it's about the whack, all right. And like, so if this guy, like, he's still allowed to score, he's not like a defense, like, obviously, he's a defensive specialist, but he's allowed. Otherwise, it's like five, it's uh, four on five on the other side, right? So you got to yeah. get him there and you got to get him involved. And so you can still take your three point shots on fast breaks and what have you. But when you're in a set offense, you got that tall motherfucker ready to swat anything that comes closer to the, close to the hoop. I think you got to do a little more research on this one. Well, there's no like, research at all because where do, what, what do I research? You know, like how, how this gets instituted. Well, we got to start in the minor leagues. So, so like, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write a letter because I think maybe the China leagues, the Asia leagues might be up for it first. and then try the Euro leagues. And if we can get it into D League, then that would be good. And then um, we'll see because you know basketball is unwatchable. It's unwatchable. I, I get it. There's upsets and what have you now. Big whoop because now we're watching shit team like we're watching a shitty product, a shitty number seven beating a shitty number three. So you're they're not a, shitty. You're watching they're not a three point contest. Yeah, yeah, they're not shitty. These these are highly skilled athletes. I've never once 
um, knock their physical abilities and 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 their prowess. But the product itself is is not good, and I it's don't just, understand. It's, it's, a, it's a lot different than, than what we're used to. That, that, that's that's the biggest thing. Whereas I believe the product of basketball was much more entertaining in the eighties and nineties when we had Magic and Bird and and you know, but like Dave, them Dave is it, like we talked about this a lot actually for, for for a not basketball show. Is it more the marketing that happens throughout basketball compared to the 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 the, the, the play? You know what I mean? Like, is it just marketing basketball? Isn't as, as they don't they don't do a, a good a job to to get our demographic into it? Uh no, because I know where to find it. It's always there, and 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 TSN shows a lot to the sports network. One of the two sports networks in Canada here that that shows every single Raptors game. I I tried to get excited for the Raptors. But I couldn't. I just it's can't watch this. I just can't watch this fucking game. Yeah, I just it's can't. And and so maybe if we if we took scoring down by putting the the designated goaltender in there, I I don't know because it's a shame because I played basketball as a kid and I enjoyed watching basketball. Like I enjoyed watching the Lakers and Celtics. I enjoyed like yeah. I, I I and I like cheering against the Detroit Pistons. I liked uh, watching Michael Jordan. Not like I had a Bulls hat, just like every other fucking kid. I think right? the biggest thing that basketball has right now, Dave, and I, you could disagree with me if, if, and tell me if I'm wrong, but the biggest thing basketball has right now is you don't have rivalries. All these guys are buddies. They all collude to get these super teams together. They don't. They're 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 not. They yeah yeah. They want to win to an extent. But the biggest thing is, is that they don't care if they win or lose, and they're all buddies. And there's no rivalries. Like Johnson, Magic Johnson hated Larry Bird, and uh, you, you look at those those Pistons teams. Everybody hated them, and uh, it, it's, and Jordan it's, hated everybody. And Jordan Jordan found a way to to motivate himself with with just hatred. And these these teams nowadays they don't have that because every one of these players right now is colluding to be a super team for next year. Like all these guys are, 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 they're all buddies and there's no real um, hard players anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. No, uh, I that's agree. my opinion on it. No, I agree. And then, and, and I think uh, maybe golden state is the exception that proves the rule, right? Cause they got the Draymond green. Who's, who's an ass hat, but plays hard. And, and they've done it pretty much with the core. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and I think they're, they're a good teammates. They play for each other. They just, they just got old, which is what happens, you know, and, it, and, and a 10 year run like they had is, is awesome. Right. You know, and then the team that never gets enough respect and the player that never gets enough respect is Tim Duncan. The big fundamental was yeah. the best. He's better than Kobe Bryant. And anyone who says calls says different is a liar. Look at their fucking stats, yeah. you know, but everybody's a Kobe fan. No it's, cra- it's crazy what's what the San Antonio Spurs have been able to do and Popovich been there for 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 how long, right? It's crazy mm-hmm. to to see like the how that can just all pan out. It's it's unbelievable actually. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and they got the first round pick. Apparently they that and that's what made me think of it. Apparently, oh, this new like, guy thinks he's gonna be the next coming of fucking Wayne Gretzky, Kobe Bryant, Bryce Harper, and Derek Jeter all rolled into one somehow. Like fuck him. I I don't know the guy's name. I already hate his guts. I well, already hate he, this guy. Well, he's a Euro and he's seven two and he and he's and he handles the ball like a guard. Like I don't know, but he's a, he's he's gonna be the no, number one. I hate his he- guts. Fuck him. Done. Okay. I'm I'm done. I'm over this guy. 
<laughs> I am. Fuck them. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, we see. I mean, it means don't tell be- me how good you are. I'll tell you how good you are. It's the other way. You're like, fuck off. I'll be reading about it on my social media because I'm certainly not watching any games. No, I, I want to see a San Antonio fucking Spurs game next fucking December. Well, you know, he has a lot of like there's there's he has uh, David Robinson and he has Tim Duncan and he has Manu G- Ginobili and, and Manu Ginobili. Yeah, he has a he has a good run of uh, players ahead of him if he if he thinks he's going to leave his mark in San Antonio. Yeah, fuck off. The guy's an idiot. I hate his guts already. I don't fuck whatever. Well, you just don't like him because he's Euro. No, I'm Euro. Like my, my 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 grandparents are Euro. My no, grandparents, he, you know what, Dave? My grandparents were immigrants. Weird, <laughs> eh? Mine weren't. Actually, no. my granddad. No, my granddad came over when he was six. My grandma, uh, my uh, three of my four grandparents were born in Canada. No, mine mine were immigrants. Oh, Weird. Geez. Weird how that works nowadays. Hey, we gotta see, and that's why it's be people like you that where we gotta fucking build that wall. Build the wall. Keep keep Ukrainians <laughs> out of the fucking country. Hey, <laughs> fuck now. Like four a hundred years ago, my grandparents came in as, as immigrants from the Ukraine, and now the more Ukrainians are coming in. Well, we gotta we we can't let that happen now. Like, fuck off. Jesus fuck. What a fucking wreck. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. Uh take care of each other more importantly. Take care of yourself so you around. Keep your stick on the ice and what else, Dave? Have a great long weekend, Jimmy. Build that wall. Build that wall. Keep the Ukrainians out. Keep the Ukrainians out. It's been long here in Canada. It is. Yeah, sort of that up. What are you? You're going camping. Camping. Park Lake, Alberta. Twenty minutes down the road. Yeah. It's a good way to start it off. So I, 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 I like how I like how city people camp. Eh? They go twenty minutes away just in case they forgot something. Just go right back. Just for the first one of the year. Like, and then, like, no, I don't. On, I, yeah. I, I just find it funny. You're going camping? Oh, yeah, where? Around the corner. Just around the corner. <laughs> Never, like, it's, you It know. takes longer to drive to Costco than it does like, where you're going camping. About the same. No, not for me, right? For you, probably, right? Like, if we lived on the west side, yeah. it'd be a 10 minute drive. Yeah. We're going camping. Oh, just over there. Oh, no. Like, the, like it's. It, that's awesome. It's like the water. No, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's and it's the same crew and that kind of thing. So we want you to know. And you, you and you and the, the the former producer are more than welcome to come out and sit by the fire. And I wonder if we're allowed to have fire. I bet you. No, no, don't don't light fires. Don't light fires. Yeah. We'll bring the propane. We'll bring yeah, the propane. Don't light fire fires. Yeah. Little, yeah. Little uh, tomorrow might be able to. Tomorrow might be able to because we. Uh, I'm done at uh, three o'clock tomorrow, and I have a ten o'clock game on on Saturday. So maybe going out might not be the best. The best of ideas on on, on Saturday. Sun, Saturday night probably. Probably. probably well, have some s'mores ready for you. A hot dog or whatever you. What you tell me? Because we're in Saturday Saturday night. It's a date. We can make it up there. Tomorrow. Probably, tomorrow night's probably not the best of ideas. But. No, and then, like, who knows, like, because we haven't, it's been a busy week, I, I, I gotta fucking get the trailer ready, haven't had a chance, so, we'll see. Had nine months. You can't fucking get a trailer ready in when there's snow on the ground, man. Oh, no. We got a tent trailer, you gotta crank that whore up. I know, I know. Yeah. 
And then, anyways. Anyways. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. First, we're talking a whole lot more. Have a good weekend, folks. Play safe, play hard, and get into it. Talk to you guys on Monday night. Happy Bay Long. Bro, I-